Hello and welcome to the fourth installment of the warm-up. I'm your host, Carlos Peterson. To my right, I have Darby Hayes. And to my left, I have Spencer Zumwalt. We got a, we got a little bit of a pack show today. Um, a lot of NBA stuff going on this past week, uh, at least at the beginning of the week. Um, there's been, I guess, quite a bit of stir within the NBA community uh, with some comments made by LeBron James in a couple of post-game press conferences and how culpable he is. For the uh, for the Lakers' success or lack thereof um, this season, and I'm gonna I'm gonna open it up the floor to you guys because I know I'm sure you have some opinions about this, and we're all generally pretty pro LeBron here. But I mean, I this past week has been I guess a, li- a little bit of a roller coaster ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, me. All right. Yeah, you guys. Like I kind of, I kind of see where LeBron's coming from, but at the same time, I know you said we're all, we're all pro LeBron here, but I'm probably gonna have to go against him this one time because I just think that the outlash right now, I mean, it may, it's not at specific players, but it is questioning some of the people in the locker room right now. So I think at the end of the day, it's probably not the best for the, uh, for the morale of the team. And I just think right now the team chemistry is probably at its lowest, especially when it needs to be its highest, you know, because they only have, what, 22 games left on the season. So I just think that right now LeBron as a leader, I know he's, I know he's, to me it seems like he's trying to instill like a Kobe mentality mm-hmm. and uh, kind of take force and take control of that team, which, I mean, he's already the, he's already the defined leader, but I feel like he's trying to take it maybe a step too far mm-hmm. and, you know, starts questioning the character of some of these players. And ever, I mean, ever since All-Star breaks ended, Brandon Nigger has been playing well. Kuz really, you know, I mean, you can't really say better because he's been playing consistent all year long. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lonzo's still injured. Says he you know, he's probably going to be out even longer now. And then... Um, I mean, probably those those two guys are the main people right now. I'd say that aren't really aren't really being questioned about their play right now because back to back games, Brandon's put up twenty five plus, mm-hmm. and I mean he's even he even outscored LeBron last game against yeah. New Orleans, but or against Memphis. But um, I just think at the end of the day, it's probably not best for the locker room, and I just think that LeBron kind of needs to bring it back a little bit, kind of take the take take control of the team in a positive way. You know, maybe maybe assist them on knowing or tell on telling them what what could possibly be the reason. You know, try not to nitpick at things and be and say, oh well, you know, I'm not used to losing. You know, I feel like in that statement he made it a little bit about himself mm-hmm. and he was like he separated himself from the Lakers losing. Which, from which one? Which comment? The the one where he was he was basically saying, "I'm not accustomed to losing." You know, if you're accustomed to losing, this is not the franchise to be a part of. Yeah, I'm paraphrasing, but still, like I get it. Lakers, very you know, they're historic for winning, and championships is what they expect. But right now, they just need to be focused on AFC. You can't, you know, right now you're you're scratching for every win you can possibly get. So. I don't think LeBron's at 100%. I don't see anybody else on the team. I think Josh Hart's not 100%. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think 
That, that's why I think that they're holding they're holding minute restrictions on him. I really don't think because he played six minutes against Memphis. Yeah. Which, which is ridiculous. I mean, Josh Hart is as a starter should should be out there, but I mean that that that's my two cents on it. So. I'm I'm with you on most of what you said about it. I haven't followed it too closely, but just like seeing what he said, I think he's starting to realize that even though he's been on some like pretty rough teams and he like makes the most out of it, I think he's starting to realize that th- this year that ceiling's not as high as I think a lot of people thought it was going to be and where a lot of people thought they would end up. And I think that his emotions maybe got the best of him, and he just really let it fly. Those Wasn't it like two different games? It was after two games that he yeah, like, yeah, I mean, had some really questionable comments. Yeah. This, I, I mean, this is like the second game in a row. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. One of the things that, like, I know that like we've it's been, like, picked apart by the media this past week was the comment where he says, yeah, I know you were talking about it. You were like, talking about championships. That wasn't ex- the exact quote, or like winning, or like being accustomed to losing. Yeah. The quote that he made was, "If like when he's talking about distractions, like if like anyone that has distractions here, this isn't the right franchise mm-hmm. for you." And people took that out of context, saying that LeBron's made that as a standalone statement, which he didn't. It was a response to a question asking, "Are there any distractions on the team?" Yeah. And that completely got blew out of blew out of proportions, and people, nah, you know, the people that dislike LeBron made it pretty, you know, were pretty wild about it, saying that LeBron's a big, you know, big reason as to why there are distractions this year. And then, like, I, I get it. LeBron has been a, a, I guess, a big like conducer or conductor of, of, I guess, not necessarily outrage, but. Dysfunction. I feel like I feel I mean, like his I mean, time in LA just has not been. It hasn't been smooth. Nothing has gone. It's been really LA. edgy. It's been yeah. really edgy. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I don't see. Uh, finish what you were saying. I because I, I, I also wanted to ask you guys because this has been a subject of of is generally like things surrounding LeBron. How much do you think? I, I guess the team has taken into account the AD situation. <laughs> Because it was, it was made pretty clear, like, clear but not clear that, like, LeBron wanted AD and he wanted him at basically any cost. One thing that I heard, because, uh, um, you know, we all do different, we, we listen to different people, you know, gain different information from different people. Yeah, I, Max, on first day, he said basically, and I really agree with this, but he was basically like, I think that LeBron's throwing a you know, a, a fit because he didn't get AD. And he's basically tapping out now. Which I can see, I can see now to where it's like, I think LeBron's pissed that they couldn't snag him. It's possible. I think that now that the team knows where they kind of lie, which I think, you know what, I agree with Magic. He basically flew to Philadelphia after after the trade talks and was like, grow up. This is, this is the business the, your name is going to be thrown around in free agency. You, you just need to grow up. Which I 100% agree with that because it's free agency. You know, mm-hmm. nobody's safe besides the star player of the team. Mm-hmm. And I just think, well, I mean, not in the 80s case, but you want to be traded. But um, I just think I just think that there there is a time and a place to be upset about something. And LeBron is choosing the wrong times right now because – 
this is a this is a rough patch. This mm -hmm. is a rough patch that the Lakers have been in for the last. I mean, statistically already, LeBron's not great in January. Like he, he may be mm -hmm. great, but the team doesn't perform as best yeah. at the, their most or their highest potential. And you also just have this stretch after All Star break where it's like you're climbing back into it. Mm -hmm. You got however many games left right after the All Star break, mm -hmm. and. Now you're sitting at a point where it's like, all right, we have 22 games to snag an eighth seed, and we're two and a half games behind. Mm -hmm. And plus, it doesn't seem like Sacramento wants to let up either. Yeah, that game against Golden State was a was one of those we're here, mm -hmm. we we want to we want to try to contend at least for a playoff spot. And I don't see, and also the the manager or uh, sorry the owner of the Clippers. Basic or basically said, look, we're not letting off the gas either. You know, we don't, we don't want to, we don't want to make it a problem to where it's like, look, now that we got rid of Tobias, we're tanking. So I think there's other teams competing, and it's it's only going to make it difficult. It's or it's only going to make it more difficult for Braun to get in there or the Lakers, I should say. But in conclusion, basically, out of that entire spiel, LeBron just needs to. Regather this team, mm -hmm. reassure them that look, this is our team for the rest of the season. Don't worry about what happens after this season. All we can focus on is this season. And I do see it as kind of a failure if the Lakers don't make the playoffs. Okay. You know, because they've been they've been missing the playoffs the last couple of years. And I think when you snag someone like LeBron, that ensures that you know because that's what that's what we're accustomed to. Yeah. It's LeBron. You know, LeBron James' team does not miss the playoffs. Besides his what, first two years in Cleveland? Yeah. I think it was just his rookie year. Just his no, it was his first two years. Because yeah. I remember oh, his third year that there was a Washington series mm -hmm. against Gilbert Arenas and those yeah. guys. Right. But, I don't know, I guess how much uh, do you guys, I guess, because obviously we, we've touched on, essentially this is like, it's going to be a big thing if they keep losing. And it's going to start to get magnified. And we've touched base on obviously the trade talks and, and names being floated around. How much do you guys attribute to the, um, I guess, the Lakers' struggles with the injury? Because, like, that was a big thing. What do you mean? Like, LeBron's injury. In relation to that, so, I mm -hmm. mean, I still think he's playing injured. I think he's, I, I, he's still playing on one leg. And I just think right now, I just think right now, he's not at his best. He may be performing. He just got a triple-double the other night, but it was, Eight for he went eight for twenty. Yeah, I, was, I was just literally just gonna refer to that because the other night we uh, his stats looked good, but LeBron played arguably his worst game in a really long time yeah. in my opinion. Like he was non-existent on the defensive end of the court. I just mm -hmm. it it the thing that's ticking. I'm I'm gonna be frank. I'm pissed at LeBron right now. I am. I think right now all he's doing is just proving all the people that dislike him right. right He's straight up, he's throwing a hissy fit. Mm -hmm. He's throwing a hissy fit because things aren't going his way. His teammates, you know, aren't necessarily... Because he's, he's used to having generally a veteran locker room. and he, I mean, he has some vets in there, but guys that generally don't mesh with his personality. You have guys like, you know, Lance, Rondo, and, and JaVale, and all those guys. Um, but it just look, looking at it right now, it, just, it, it feels like right now... They, I, it's it's upsetting because he isn't trying to play through discomfort. Mm -hmm. That's what's upsetting me right now, as as a 
as somebody that like ninety five percent of the time will defend LeBron. This is this is like the five percent where I'm just like, dude, you got to grow up. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? Because I know you're probably at this table at least one of the least like. LeBron guys, but yeah, I've always I've always liked LeBron, but I feel like he's done this before, not to this level, but yeah, he's thrown fits before, you know, still, made made scenes out of nothing. I still don't think this is as bad as last year, and I just I just think that it, it this may seem like a dysfunctional thing right now because it's happening right now. You know, a couple months yeah. from now, we're going to look at it. Say they make the playoffs and they make a decent run. Second round, I think, is a success for the season. But I don't see how they win a playoff series. Yeah. I, no, I, 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 I disagree. Because I think that... If that, they're in the eighth seed, they're playing Golden State. They're not getting any higher than seven. No, I, I said their ceiling was six, and I still think that seven's possible. But the Clippers are going to have to let off the gas a little bit. Because right now, they still... Here's why, but here's why I disagree with the, the why the Clippers won't let off the gas. The Miami pick, they're, they're I guess they're I guess, because I know they're they're in play right now for Anthony Davis. Right now they have pieces dangling for Anthony Davis that it essentially isn't contingent upon their play. Yeah. So Miami can completely fall off the map, and they're okay. But now they have a piece. Mm-hmm. So it's like here. We'll give you this for Anthony Davis. We'll give you a couple of players. So regardless of how things play out, they're essentially, by them playing well, they're more enticing for someone like Anthony Davis. They, they have they have nothing to gain by, like, dropping out of the playoffs. See, I, so at, the, at, at this point, it's like you have the up-and-coming Kings at the, at the end of the playoffs. I think they're ninth right now. Mm-hmm. You have the Clippers, and you have those teams kind of in the back end of the playoffs. I just, like, I'm at the point now because of the Memphis and the Pelicans loss, I just... I, it's tough for me. It's week. tough for them. It's tough for me to see them making the playoffs. This should have been a week that they won games, kind of get back on yeah. track. But because um, they got a game later this week, I don't remember who it's against. I know they play. They play New Orleans. They, oh, they play New Orleans. They play New Orleans tonight. Mm-hmm. And then, which I, I mean, they should win. Eighty's not they, playing the fourth. It's been an, It's been. It's been reported he's not playing the fourth. If they do not win this game, they're not making the playoffs. You think you I don't I, I it just it all it's gonna signify to me is that they've given up. Yeah. It, I, there, there should be no reason as to why they lose this game. If if they lose this game I'm I'm out on the See I still I still disagree. I I I know Darby wants it to happen. He doesn't want them to make the playoffs. I don't care if they make the playoffs, but no, you want my twenty bucks, but But if if LeBron if it wasn't LeBron, if it was any other superstar, like say like even Kevin Durant, if Kevin Durant was on this team, you switch him and LeBron. Completely Don't forget. Say this. Completely forget that you like that you love LeBron. Don't say this. If Kevin Durant was on a team with Alonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Javale McGee, Lance Stevenson, yeah, but Ball, honestly, we've seen is that of, team gonna make the playoffs. Okay, but we've seen no. we've seen. Are you so confident in that team? LeBron is what LeBron is still better than Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's just a scorer. And he's got he's gotten better at defense, but he's not. I, he's I, not I will LeBron. say this. You're gonna say he's had a better year. He's not LeBron. I will say this. What I, is LeBron now? LeBron is still Le- okay. Don't get it twisted. I, I don't think he's still LeBron. He's it, not. And that, he, he, here's why. And let me just I'm gonna interject this right now. Okay, LeBron this year I I'm starting to see cracks in the armor. 
in, in terms of the weight. He's not putting in the effort. On the, obviously, Memphis was like the glaring one. But we're not seeing him put the – we're not even seeing him pick spots anymore because that was the defense of LeBron for a while. Uh, LeBron's not playing consistent defense now. He's just picking his spots. He's not even picking his spots anymore. And now we're – I mean, we're seeing, you know, games where, yeah, he's he's in, he's getting his stats, he's getting his, but it just – it doesn't feel like it's having this this encompassing, like, grasp on the game. It, it just doesn't feel okay, like so it right Say LeBron wasn't on this team, and say Kevin wasn't even on the team, because it's not even a possible possibility. You have to remember, season. this team won thirty-five games last year in the West. I don't think they're winning even thirty this season if they don't have LeBron. How do you know? We, we that don't they know don't, that. How do you know that they don't? Le- LeBron's a completely keep different keep progressing dynamic. like they were because they won what? Yeah. They won just under thirty games in seventeen. Yeah. And then last year they won what, thirty-five. 30, Four, 34, 35. The reason I bring this up is because LeBron's bringing in LeBron is a completely different dynamic for the Lakers. It's it's completely like everyone's saying, okay, the Lakers get lucky, maybe they can land a free agent. We got to wait for these guys to progress. LeBron, like, let's let me get this out of the way right now. As opposed to getting another free agent, LeBron James is a completely different animal. It's unlike any other free agent you could possibly get. It comes with baggage. Le- good LeBron. And bad. Yeah, exactly. But the the good outweigh the bad. I can't sit here and say I, it, I can't sit it here. It does when things go right. No, it, I, absolutely. No, I can't sit here. No, because even that even that twenty eleven Miami team, when things got bad, LeBron stepped up and played. Now it may have not been when it counted the most, but he got that team to where they he's not to be we also have to acknowledge okay, the fact that right, he's six right. years old. Set, all right. What year was that? That's not, it's that's not, that's not, eight what, I'm years that's not what I'm saying here. I okay. Look, you want to try to find a problem with LeBron right now? But There's LeBron, obvious problems with LeBron. LeBron is not. LeBron is still playing at a high level. He is. I never said he wasn't. No, I'm saying I, LeBron I'm just, is still LeBron, and I I'm tired of this BS where it's like, oh, LeBron has one to two bad games, and then we're all like, he's not the same player. Like. The guy's injured. Okay, I'm saying, though, and that's also a factor, though. He is getting older. That is a part of becoming a different player. And I'm not saying saying LeBron can't play at a high level. He still can. The point I'm trying to make is that right now it is different. And it probably is part of it because of the injury. But I'm saying right now it is different regardless of, like, we, we can... We can reach back to things in the past, and we can talk about what possibly could be. But right now, it is different. If you watch this year and this year alone, do you think LeBron is still the best player in the world? LeBron was playing arguably think, one of the best years of his career last year. I think I said this year. This, this year right alone. now, right now, I think season, I think Giannis. I, I no, wait, I'm sorry, Giannis. I think right now Giannis is playing the like right now is playing the best. Like I think for it's been LeBron, Paul. I think Giannis has played better. This season? Yes. I disagree with The whole that. year? I, I think Paul came in hot. No. Paul's been playing great since November. Well, I yeah. mean, this is another thing That's that a good portion of the year. And Paul is not letting off the gas. Anytime I, I mean, Especially the last game against Denver. But I, I guess all of this aside, though, I guess realistically, because one of the things, one of the points that I've heard is that LeBron isn't totally invested. You know, we, we've seen things right now where it's, you know, he's trying to start, you know, he has his media company uninterrupted. He has things like the Space Jam movie was just announced. He, you know, there's been 
there's been speculation as to like him missing games because he's been with two chains, and that, that that's a real thing. That's another personal problem I've always had with LeBron. It's yeah. always been how I look at it. It's always been LeBron, whatever else LeBron was doing, mm-hmm. and then the rest of the team. Yeah, and that's in. That's okay. I'm this is, but I'm saying these are things that are happening. It's like we can't deny the fact that LeBron isn't trying to get into into these things. That's one of the reasons why he went to LA. We're talking about this because he went to LA. No, this wasn't a problem. No, I'm saying though, it was a business decision, but I'm saying though, I'm saying we can't. It was a family thing, too. For his son, for his his family, for his career. Basketball was probably third on his list when he chose to. But I'm saying that like we we have to at least account. For the fact that this was a part of the decision, regardless no, of what, regardless of where you think, think we rank it, I 100 percent agree with the fact that look, you go to Ho- you, you go to Hollywood to be a part of the culture. You're there to not only a play basketball for the Lakers, but you're there to build your brand. But not you, really. There have been countless people to play in LA, not even just basketball, not even for the Lakers. I'm talking LeBron in particular. But the the point, but the point I've been yes, trying Jordan to make. Yes, Jordan Farmar was there. <laughs> to build his... No, but okay, that was how I took what you were yeah, saying. Yeah, you took it the wrong way, buddy. So in saying all this, because we we've talked about, because we've talked <laughs> we about, we're talking in general. <laughs> no, I'm um, talking about the. All right, keep going. So we're talking. You know, we've talked about the injury. We've talked about you know the trade Hawks. What's the biggest? Because obviously, you know, they're, you know, they're there's a good chance they're going to miss the playoffs. What right now, if you were to if you were to say, what's the Lakers' biggest problem? Luke Walton. You think it's minutes distribution? You think it's Luke Walton? Yes, I think it is. Right? No, but I'm saying like like what what specifically has Luke done though? I I'm saying it's minutes minutes distribution. LeBron has played the, on average 35 minutes the last five games, mm-hmm. and I think it's it's only going up right now. Because, what, he played 40 minutes against Memphis? I think it was. That's ridiculous. He's playing 40. I mean, I get it. Like, we're supposed to be sitting here. I mean, last year he was playing ridiculous minutes, and, I mean, he had to. But I just I just think right now there needs to be a little bit more evened out distribution of minutes. But, yeah. but I think if LeBron takes more minutes off a night, they're losing games by 20, not 10. I just think I just think Wanda is such a big portion of that. I think he's bigger than yeah. what we thought. What's his timetable? Lonzo still has. They're saying that they. I think it, it might have been his ankle or something mm-hmm. that they just found. Like there was just another problem with. So they're saying another week and a half, two weeks. I mean, so the, that's, what that's, what, that's what I saw. I don't. Know, my big thing right now is just how LeBron is being as a leader. That's my. That's my thing with the Lakers right now. Is and this is another criticism that's been said of him, but I think right now I'm I'm seeing it. Is he's start, he's pointing fingers right now, and I think that's a big part of it. Where you know he's saying you know where he was talking about it. You know I I can't I don't like playing with players that like can't so handle it or that are okay with losing. What about when KD did that? I know, but I'm saying we're talking about LeBron. We right got now. double standards here. I mean, no, but I'm saying I'm saying though like right now what Le- I'm saying right now what LeBron is doing. Like that, it's it's not conducive of winning, and the reason I say that is because right now he's saying I, you know, I don't want guys who are okay with losing, and right now, and this is you know, flashback 
three weeks ago we were talking about you know all of his younger teammates that he's talking about growing with and trading them for AD. Now I'm not you know and regardless of what you think of what we think it has an impact on younger players, it happened. It happened, and I, I think right now I, I think. And, and it's part of it. We we understand that it's a business, but I'm talking about being callous about it, like because I feel like LeBron is being, and it, you, I don't want to say the word insensitive, but he is being a little insensitive about it, and understanding the fact that these are still young players, these are players still trying to find their way in the league. And I I, I don't feel like what he's doing right now is healthy at all for with the Lakers. See, uh, I mean. Brandon, I mean, I feel like Brandon's been trying to figure out who he who he is for the last couple of years now. He really has not gotten... He's played well, though, no, since I the All-Star break. He's played well, but I think with Lonzo being out, that's not good. I think with... I think with Kyle kind of be. I mean, I feel like Kyle just kind of... You know, yes, he's playing great. Don't get me wrong, he's not, he's not playing bad. I just think that when... You know, when LeBron is out, that's whenever this team needs to really turn it on. And I think that's where I think that's where a bulk of the scoring needs to come from. Mm-hmm. I think Kyle needs to and I get it, they're on the floor together for a good portion of the game, but I think whenever he comes off and we've even seen it. The the plus and minus of Brandon when LeBron is off the court, mm-hmm. it's higher. Brandon plays better when LeBron's off the court. So I think Brandon should probably <clears throat> I think Brandon would be better just not still still in the starting lineup but having less minutes towards the start of the game and more minutes in those in those little creases and those certain times where LeBron does need to come out for five and four or five minutes. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather uh, flip that. I'd rather have Brandon take <clears throat> Some you'd rather have Brandon in than no at the beginning, like towards the beginning of it, and then do like the mix match. So then LeBron's more fresh towards the end. Yeah, but I feel like having LeBron out there ensures that you guys that are trying to build the lead instead of instead instead of having to work from behind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is fair. I mean, the Lakers are going to have their issues, but there are there have been some other stories this week. Uh, We saw yesterday, um, or at least this morning. Uh, there was a story about Russell Westbrook um, talking about a fan touching him in the stands. It said he said he hit me um, was the quote that was on the lead uh, for that. Um, I guess right now, I guess what's your guys' feeling about fan interaction with players? I mean, the kid shouldn't have touched him by any means. It was like a nine or ten year old kid, yeah. and he didn't hit him. He just like put his hand on his elbow. It more looked like he just wanted his attention. Mm-hmm. And then Russ went to walk away and just gave him a look. And, I, I mean, I don't think that there should be anything like that. But, I mean, it's courtside seats. Do you want to – are we really going to talk about getting rid of courtside seats in basketball? I'm not, I'm not saying that. But you know I'm what I mean. Like, yeah, no, I, like, I what, what's the what's the solution here? You know, I'm just – I'm – well, I'm just like I'm hesitant right now because one of the things that like I I kind of don't like about the situation are the people like I guess running to the defense of the the kid, which I get it. He's a nine to ten year old yeah. kid, you know. He probably idolizes someone like Russell Westbrook. Yeah. So, find but the, the but the thing find the fans. 
But I'm saying, yeah, the only, but the only thing that I don't like is I feel like right now, especially because I think it happened, the nine to 10 year old kid is like the worst possible person to have like been a part of this simply because I feel like that sets a dangerous precedent yeah. about how we interact with athletes. Yep. I think if this were an adult, I mean, he's probably taken out of the game, but it's a kid. Yeah. Well, I mean, we even saw the guy with the rust who flipped him off during the 76ers game last yeah. year. We, he was immediately ejected. Exactly. Because, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's no... And plus, when you're an adult, though, there's, no, there's like, zero toleration for that. Like, there shouldn't be. There's no tolerance for that. But, um, I mean, when you're a kid, like, I get it. Like, kid... I mean, whoever's parenting them, whoever it is, yeah. whether it be, you know, it, sibling took them to the game or parents took them to the game. I think it was they, parents. They, they need to, there needs to be that, you know, look, you're there to watch these players play. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I, I get it, it's a 9 to 10-year-old, but who's to say he doesn't hit something, God forbid, and something actually just... I, I mean, I doubt a 9 to 10-year-old. No, yeah, I mean, a 9 to 10-year-old is not Thanos. They're not going to just completely <laughs> knock the elbow <laughs> apart. But, you know, I'm just sitting there, it's like... It's, yeah, a nine five stones. <laughs> it's a nine to ten year old, but like if a kid would have messed around even and stuck a leg out, you know, yeah. and tripped on yeah, something exactly. like that. But no, and his parents weren't paying attention. I don't know if either of you guys have seen the video of it, but I, I've, I saw a little yeah, bit of it. His but. parents are like it looks like out of a movie scene where they're intentionally not looking at the yeah. kid. Like the dad's talking to somebody and the mom's looking at her phone mm-hmm. and he just stands up out of nowhere. And decides to touch Russell Westbrook. See, I just, and plus so, we can't sit here and we can't sit here and talk about a nine year nine year old or ten year old with ethics because I mean they're yeah, nine exactly. it's, it's a kid. I mean, no, no, but I'm saying though, but kid. I'm saying like in terms of like how, like, you know, I'm just talking about just in general because I feel like this is somewhat of a window into like fan interaction. Yeah. No, I mean honestly, like Darby said though, what are you gonna do? I mean, like, I mean, you can't sit there. Courtside seats are a part of the game, and that's what I mean. That's what people come to love, like. Yeah. Anybody would kill to sit courtside. Exactly. And I mean, of course, people are gonna, I mean, people are gonna be stupid and say things, but you know, some sometimes really irrational things and horrible things. But I love every time a video shows up on my timeline of Drake courtside in Toronto. Yeah. Like kind of yeah. getting in somebody's face He's before they're going to inbound it. Or Spike yeah. Lee. Remember that side of the guy the five seconds in the, in the yeah. Yeah. Spike, Spike, Lee, Spike Lee's got to be like one of the most annoying fans ever. He is, but it's funny. No, Mark yeah. Cuban. Mark it's, Cuban actually goes on the but he owns and the team. grabs the players. Like, yeah. you know, like, you know, just like, he owns a team, no, though. I, I just fun. feel like there's no real, like, stone-cold solution to this because it's always... I mean, this is the first time anything like this has happened this whole season, and it came from a little kid. I mean, Russ has actually Russ has actually been hit before. Like he's been he's been touched yeah, before this yeah, season. Yeah, exactly. But like, so that's that. I also think that's kind of a reason why Russ maybe like wanted to make sure he got to talk about it because well, now like it feels like it's recurring the, it's kind for of like him. Dream on with the refs. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. starting to recur. Like, so exactly that. I think that maybe is why this is even a situation that we're talking about right now. Yeah. Not because a little kid touched a f- touched one of the players the other day. Just because it's so repetitive. Exactly. Because now this is, like you said, when that guy was in Russ's face in Philadelphia last year yeah. and all the other problems he's had, it just feels recurring to him. Yeah. 
So I think that's that's also why it's a big deal today. And then even in Dallas, uh, there's that famous video of him and KD sitting there with one another, and they're uh, they're just getting ready for it's pregame and they're ready, literally about to go tip, uh, go for the tip, and you just hear one of the fans over there talking, and Russ is like, "Why don't you shut the, you know, up, yeah. you know, just sit there and enjoy the game with your wife," and it's like maybe. Do you guys think the problem is Russ? Do you think he does anything to like make himself? I think it's the fans. I honestly think. I think it's the fans too. Like, don't get me wrong, but I'm just trying to figure out like. I hundred percent think. I hundred percent think it's the fans. Like, let's just be honest. I would like to exclude talking about last night's event when we're talking about Russ's other stuff because. Why? Because it's Denver. No, because it was a little kid that touched his arm. No, 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 no. This is completely like. I'm talking about like the the fan that he was. Like last year, yeah. all of his other stuff. Yeah, no, I mean, well, let's take real situations. No, no, because that wasn't that wasn't. No, because like the kid touching wasn't antagonist. No, that's why. That's it, why they get that. And the, the play wasn't even like it, the kid was watching the game, mm-hmm. waited for the ball to go out of bounds, and then touched him. Like he he didn't. Yeah. He wasn't trying yeah, to you, mess with the game. You yeah, know no, what no, I mean? And then you, you have people there that are lit, like Russ gets fouled, and then just there's the the, the guy in Philadelphia just. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Those are the real problems. Like, I I just, yeah. My my whole thing is just like, and it's just like I don't know why it just it drives me insane. It's just like you pay to go to see the game. You don't, and it drives me because I I feel like, I feel like just American sports fans in particular are just like so entitled when they go to a game. It just yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's just like, it it. It drives me to like no end. It just irks yeah. me. I cannot stand just like oh I feel I can say anything to like this athlete simply well, because I, I yeah simply because I feel like he's overpaid. Yeah. It's just oh it just I don't know it's it's like at the it's, end of the day that's it's like gladiators. What that's people's jobs. Yeah, like that's like them go that's like say Russ goes into a an office building where somebody's at and just starts. Just starts messing with it. Russ, just like Russ goes in, he goes into this fourth grade kid's class and just starts yeah. poking him the whole time he's taking a spelling test, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then God forbid, because it's like, we're sitting there, it's just like, Russ messes with kid. Yeah, and that kid was... Yes, yeah. like... No, yeah, it, that kid was 9 of 10 on a spelling test. Now he's 7 of 10. Yeah. What the hell, Russ? Yeah. <laughs> but, it, I mean, you no, know, in all seriousness, I, I just think, you know, it's a whole bunch of BS. And it, I just think, I think Russ needs to... I do see where Russ is coming from. Like I just, I just think that just, fans need to kind of tone it down a little bit whenever it's. I whenever just, there's something, I don't see a way. I don't see a way to solve it because no, I mean, no I, matter I what, at the end of the day, a fan's gonna say, "I paid money to sit right here. I, I can say what I want to you." Yeah. You know. No, but so, like you pay money like that, you want to lose. Those you pay money. You pay money like that you to look like those. an ass in yeah. front of everybody. Like yeah, it doesn't. How much do you think that? I hate to bring it up one more time, but how much do you think that guy at the '76ers game paid for those tickets? Those are uh, right I'm there. I don't know. Were, were they? I, I, I actually, I don't. No, he was down there. He was down there. He was okay, down so it's, there. it's been yeah. a while since I've seen it. He was like front row behind the basket, but like yeah. off towards the right. It was like, like right towards the tunnel. Like yeah, he would the tunnel. He could give them high fives at the tunnel. Yeah, and I went to a game in Madison Square, and not even like on the on the floor, mm-hmm. but like one from one from like where people sit on the floor. Okay. Those are expensive, man. Yeah, I, well, I'm not. I'm sitting down. I'm doing nothing. And that's for nothing. and that's for a terrible product too, yeah. Madison yeah. Square Garden. But it's no the garden, food. so yeah. like everyone's gonna be yeah. pretty crazy about that. The only thing maybe you could do is make the um, make courtside tickets 
to mm-hmm. like private tickets basically where the team can sell who they get sold or control who they get sold See, to but then you, you're gonna have I'm, to i don't yeah. support that no, yeah, i don't no, want no. that but i'm just saying like i mean then you at least know who's there then you're gonna have people who are really pissed off because exactly because you're think about think about this because cole sits on this cole sits on the uh on the courts or courtside for some Knicks games. Yeah, Dude, he, he goes to a couple of Mavericks games, doesn't he? Uh, I mean, since Dennis got traded, no. It's probably yeah, he went to he went to two Dallas games, and yeah. I I actually was gonna go to one that night, and then I ended up just not going. But I, I'm still pissed off about that. But I mean, you have you have a, it's a celebrity tradition to sit courtside. I mm-hmm. mean, that's just one of those things. Like you see, we see Jimmy Fallon right behind home plate at. Uh, at New York Yankees games, and we see, we see Spike Lee on you know courtside at Knicks games, and we see Mark Cuban. I mean, he owns the team, but we see Mark Cuban sitting close to the team, yep. and it's like these are these are just things that people do. I mean, yeah. crit or you think Mark Cuban pays for those seats? No. But no, but, but, uh, so I, that's what I'm saying. Mark Cuban's a little different. But then yeah. again, the Spike Lee. Do you think Spike Lee pays for those seats? Yeah, he does. I feel like Spike just gets them now. Yeah, okay. Maybe it's like, at this it's point, one of those now. things. That, yeah. One of the, one of the, I mean, early on, of course, yeah. it's just like, yeah. But, I mean, you said that, what about, uh, like, Kendall Jenner going 76ers games? Like, that's just one of those things. It's just, yeah, she doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one of those things. But, yeah. I mean. I, I think no matter how you cut it, it's an unsolvable problem. Yeah. Russ grow up a little bit. The fans, I mean. 99.5% of fans know how to act at games, you know? It's just a matter of when you run into the half of a percent that doesn't. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously then punishment to them that do that, cons- face your consequences with that, but... Well, like, emotions are running just, high. Exactly. Like, it's just a little bit of both, and you're never going to truly get rid of it. And like you said, I mean, he could, he probably loves, adores... Russell. Yeah, exactly. It meant no harm. Exactly. And, but, I mean, I get where Russ is coming from, but, like, it's a 90 He was probably using it as a front for other things. Yeah. All right, so we're going to we're gonna get into a little bit of our last section really quickly. I know Darby wanted to get in, in, into, I guess, his little, his little piece. Um, there was some news in baseball yesterday. It's news for him. but this was um, the worst news yesterday. <laughs> it is the worst, most... What on Okay, so um, all all comments aside, what what does the Arenado signing mean for the Rockies? The Arenado signing for the Rockies means that, well, obviously he's going to be there for probably his whole career, yeah. and besides that, everybody's still young. The pitchers are still under rookie contracts. They're going to have money next winter. I, I think that they're going to have a really good year this year. I mean, I don't know. I, I was hearing Tulo was going to be there his whole career, too. I mean, I was also around when... Tulo was never the same. It felt like Tulo's... I don't know. I was too young to really, like, the beginning of Tulo's contract yeah. and the beginning of his career. All right, that so like that, 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 that was, <laughs> that was kind of tall. Tulo's was heart tall. wasn't in Colorado. You could tell. Yeah, that's fair, you, but... And after watching, I mean, what Nolan said, I think that he means it when this wasn't a money decision. This was, I want to be in Denver. Really? It wasn't a money decision? You got 250 It is a money decision, but you know what I mean. Yeah. He didn't didn't wait for free agency to go sign the biggest contract available. Nobody wants to be with the Rockies. That's... Okay. I'm just just Um, trying to piss Darby off right now. You got me with the Rockies. Anyways. 
260, uh, there we go. Yeah, it'll be yeah, eight years, 260. I saw a bunch of incentives for him that he's probably just going to cash oh. in on. It's all oh, gold Denver. gloves, silver slugger, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, Denver's pretty nice. I've, I've seen I've been there yeah. quite a few times. I, I love Denver whenever I go, at least. I, I Plus, think, the Rockies fan base is, like, although, like, I don't watch many Rockies games, I just know it's it's strong. Like yeah. the people go, people still go. They, they broke, Steve they broke three million last year. Yeah, so it's yeah. like I mean, yeah. My dad goes to a couple games because I got a, we got a friend in Colorado, or at least in the Denver area, and we go. I mean, Jen, we only go when the Cubs play there, but like, it's. I mean, they get they get they usually get a good turnout. I hate though they usually play at the beginning of the year because it's always, it's always freezing cold. The Cubs, yeah, uh, it feels like that's always in April. Yeah, and so either that or like late in the year when it starts <laughs> to get cold, that usually yep. suck. But I don't know. You get that like game that's kind of squeezed in. Yeah, but for the Rockies as a whole, this makes them a legit contender for longer than just this year. You, you, don't, you, don't, think, you, don't, you don't think they'll just be able to beat teams like the Cubs when they're on their down year? Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, I. What about the Rangers. I. The, the Rangers <laughs> got to worry about. No, you guys got a lot to go through. You guys got to get through us. This but. will also be exciting to see what this means for Harper. Because now he wants, now he feels like he has his true mm-hmm. bottom dollar at thirty-two and a half a year, and he's he, the Giants flew to Vegas to meet with him too. I yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I, 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 I refuse. I refuse to say his name I, on the yeah. pod. Right I'm, I'm, I'm done trying to figure yeah, out. Yeah, I'm. 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 I won't even say his name right everybody now. Everybody says that he hates Philly. Doesn't want to be there. Yeah, I'm, I'm done saying that. But oh, yeah. cash grow. Yep. So we're well. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the warm up. Um, uh, thank you for so much of the uh, just the early listeners, and we will you will hear from us on Sunday.